Hello and welcome to I Know A Christian Podcast. Scott is still that Christian and today we're going to be talking about Halloween. Cool. Hello, Wayne. Hello, Scott. How are you? I'm, I'm good, thank you. He's still got COVID effects. <laughs> so apparently you can still hear the, the fact that I've, I've uh, yeah, got remnants of the dreaded C word. It does last a while. It does. Yeah. I've got achy knees and achy hips and achy elbows. I don't know if <laughs> well, that's... Yeah. I think that might be our age and the change in the weather. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> All right, so Halloween. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be dressing up? Well, I used to. I still love doing it with kids, trick-or-treating and the, the whole thing that you do and then you realise that this is wrong. So I kind of put paid to... <laughs> Some people's Halloween ideas, didn't I? You certainly did. I did, being the, the good Christian boy that I am. But there's a lot of us out there who who did enjoy Halloween or do enjoy Halloween, thinking there's no harm in it. Yeah. Yeah. What have you learned? Have you learned anything or do I need to do all the talking today? Well, we, we did a little bit of research, which is against grain we, we don't do research yeah we don't do research we just <laughs> pull pretend, random pretend facts from we facebook know what we're talking about <laughs> but we we looked into it and we discovered that um there was something called the hallow tide which was a christian event where um the poor christians would knock on rich people's doors and in exchange for prayers would get food and beer yeah i think the food bit's okay um <laughs> i guess the the beer bit's okay um but yeah not too much in excess please Christians enjoy enjoy beer as much as yeah. anyone else. And we like a good communion wine too. And if you're poor, beer is a good answer to a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly, you know, um, way back in the in the time of uh, Hallow Tide, beer would have been a necessity because the drinking water was yeah, pretty was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would get dysentery or something like that and not be well. You certainly can drink water like you do today. No, yeah, we we think COVID's bad, but yeah, dysentery. Not, not good. Not for the faint hide. So we've, like we say, we've been looking in a little bit into Halloween because, because actually, since I became a Christian, I was told that Halloween's not for us Christians, and I kind of thought I understood why. Um, but yeah, we we've kind of looked into it so that we can kind of have an idea of why we're telling people because we that, feel it should be said. Yeah, you yeah. should start with the story of your first Halloween experience with a Christian. <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, when I was ooh, nine, ten, maybe eleven, um, long time ago now, I went trick or treating around my village. As we, you do, we, we look forward to these these part these times of the year because there was so little to do in our village. So we went trick or treating, and I went knocking on a particular door. I knew this guy was a Christian, but I didn't I didn't really know. What, being a Christian meant at the time. So I knocked on his door and I was trick or treat. And he, <laughs> he kicked me down his driveway and yeah, kind of wow. swore at me. And uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't very nice. It, it wasn't very pleasant for me. Yeah. That was my first experience of yeah Christians and trick or treating. Not that that's what Christians do ordinarily. I don't think. Were they a good Christian? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I really didn't know what Christianity meant at the time. I didn't know what it meant to be a good Christian. How did you um, know he was? Just talk of the village, uh-huh. you know, that he, his wife and their two sons were Christians. We knew the two sons. <laughs> um, I don't think we ever really discussed what it meant for them to be a Christian, but we're kind of going off topic a little bit. That's just kind of um, interesting to me. It's just 
Yeah, um, I, but like I say at the time, I didn't really know what it meant to be a Christian. I thought Christian people were supposed to be good people. Yeah, but, you know, and give um, you lots of sweets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not always the good Christians. No. <laughs> so that was your first experience. That was my first experience of trick or trick of Halloween and Christian. But since I became a Christian, my church does something called Light Night, and so Light Night is held on on Halloween on thirty first of October, and it was designed to be an alternative for uh, children who go to church and didn't, so they didn't feel like they were missing out. So, so what, what do they get from Light Night? So they uh, they get to be together, they get to have fun, they get to have the sweets, the hot chocolate. The, um, I think they might even do like a chocolate fondue. I'm, <laughs> I'm reenacting it with my yeah. hands so, just so that everybody can see what I'm doing. Fondue on light night. Yeah, but the, then... Because kids love cheese. The, yeah. No, no, a chocolate fondue. Oh. Chocolate fondue. Kids love chocolate, right? I'm thinking about cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they get chocolate fondue and they get to have glow sticks and you know and and kids love a glow stick i don't know yeah. why kids love a glow stick but they plenty do. of adults yeah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um i i had my days where i was quite fond of glow sticks In the woods. we we right. yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we won't go too far down that path but yeah so it and they still carve pumpkins but rather than carving faces into them and things like that they'll carve um, you know, stars and crosses and love hearts and, you know. And, um, and nice things. Yeah, stuff that, you know, because I've tried carving a, a friendly face into a pumpkin and yeah. it still looks totally sinister. Probably um, all those horror films, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, once you stuck the candle in it, it still looks like it's, yeah, pretty wicked. So there's a music party this week. So there's yeah, fun. chocolate. Yeah, being all together. the good stuff. Yeah, so it's just... So that they don't feel like they they are missing out. They don't dress up. Um, they they, have, they obviously dress, but they don't dress up. And then it was just kind of, you know, why why don't we do Halloween? And and basically the answer is that when you when you're doing Halloween trick or treating, you're dressing up in some pretty um yeah pretty weird stuff. You some know, pretty horrific. Yeah, stuff. Pe- you know, there's, there's people that are dressing up in. Ghost outfits and skeleton outfits and, you know, Zombies. evil masks and, you know, carrying fake knives around that are covered in blood and, you know, so. And a million witches. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of become, uh, like, uh, I don't know, dress up as, as stuff that, you know, our kids wouldn't normally entertain. Do you remember in our podcast, our, our last podcast or the pop at the Americans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not have a pop at the All Americans. Right, I, I'll stay clear. We know that it's become a big cultural thing in America. You know, yeah. you it, when you think of America and and Halloween, you do you think of whole communities coming out, dressing up, trick or treating, and stuff like that. And that's not a bad thing. No, I, kids love it over yeah. here, and anything yeah. they're happy and looking yeah. forward to is a is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Halloween was a pagan festival, and basically, as I've been reading, they celebrated something called sowing. But sewing is spelt very differently to the way it's pronounced. So it's spelt S-A-M-H-A-I-N. So Samhain. Sewing was kind of to celebrate the end of harvest. Nothing um, to do with like knitting and no, needles uh, and no. thread. Um, so sewing, I guess, as in, you know, yeah, you'd sow your seeds or, or whatever. But it was effectively the end of the year. So they, they I guess they went by harvests and moons and all that sort of stuff. Makes sense. Um, yeah. And so what, what they would do 
they they thought it was um, a time when between the old year and the new year, the end and start, that that's when they were closest to the spirit world. So they would start to dress up, you know, in masks and and animal skins and make sacrifices. It's funny to, how all these different events and festivals at a time were all sort of interlinked. Yeah, yeah. And they they would do all of this to ward off evil spirits because they thought they, this this was the time of the year when they were most vulnerable. It's kind of still going on, yeah. You know, to some extent, it's still a pagan festival. Um, we we obviously still have druids in the world, um, and not that I am beating up on anybody who I was recognises themselves as a druid. I was at Glastonbury tour a few weeks ago, and there were a lot of druids and witches mm. and all kinds yeah. of walks of life up yeah. there. Yeah, which is. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Because Glastonbury Tour, I think, is a is a holy place. You know, yeah. according to us Christians, it's a holy place. But if if it's attracting witches and druids and you know all that sort of stuff, but also um, it has become a festival that has been kind of adopted by the Wiccans as well. I'm not going to stand here claiming that I know a great deal about Wicca. It's again, Alan Wicker, Wicker's uh, world. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going back, so you're showing your age there. And uh, yeah, if there's anybody who I'm not from Britain. They probably don't know who Alan Wicker is. He was Australian, wasn't he? Was he? Um, probably pulling right back <laughs> out the air now. <laughs> but it, we did say that we're, we're not experts in anything. We're just here for a conversation. Yeah, we're we going are. to talk about these we things. Are. So Halloween effectively was about warding off evil spirits. Uh, you know, being being involved in various things which would ward off e- evil spirits. But that's but, the, the trouble with it, though, isn't it? The whole, if you're warding off evil spirits, you're kind of inviting yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You know, by by dressing up as a skeleton or, you know, dressing in, in scary masks and stuff like that, and, you know, and chanting and making huge bonfires and stuff like that. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love a, I love a good bonfire as much as any man. Not... Not to ward off evil spirits and stuff, just because the flames are pretty. So, as as Christians, we should definitely find an alternative and look up like night, like yeah. festivals, yeah, yeah, and, um, and alternatives, and offer that to the children. So, Halloween does coincide with a Christian festival. It's called All Saints Eve, and it is it's preparations for All Saints Day. Which falls on the first of November. Yeah, first um, of November, All Saints Day. Christians, we, I don't think we, I, I don't know of Christians who really celebrate the day anymore. I don't think it's a massive event in the Christian calendar anymore, to my knowledge. Um, but it could be though, if people celebrated and made yeah. something out of it, yeah. it would be a truly wonderful thing to yeah. do. So All Saints Day is basically um, a feast day and it's uh, about recognising and remembering and honouring the saints that kind of don't have their own day set apart for them. So obviously over here in, in Great Britain, we have, um, we've got St. George's Day, which yeah. is a uh, patron saint of England. We've got St. David's Day, which is Wales. We've got St. Patrick's Day. Lots of people will know about St. Patrick's Day. He's a uh, patron yeah. saint of Ireland. And then patron we've saint got... of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't say that. <laughs> Send your complaints into Wayne. I'll probably have to edit that out now. <laughs> <laughs> Send your complaints into Wayne at I know a Christian podcast at gmail.com. But, and then we've got St. Andrew's Day, which is St. Andrew's patron saint of, of Scotland. I, I'm just going to brush over what you just said. <laughs> so, 
I've left Scotland alone because it's a lot closer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All Saints Day is about celebrating those saints that don't have their own day of celebration. So it's a feast day. And then All Saints Eve is about praying and fasting in preparation for All Saints Day. So Christians have got their own festival at this time of year. Although, like I say, I, I don't don't know how much we celebrate that anymore. I certainly doesn't seem to be an event in my church. It sounds like it could be a really good event for yeah. children. Yeah, it dress could up be. as your favourite saint and yeah. Yeah. parties. And- yeah, this is kind of why we don't celebrate Halloween. Is because it is there is something of the occult about it, and we yeah we're yeah. warned against that in the Bible. You know that we revere the occult. Um, obviously, the occult is um, connected to Satan and the demonic, and and also so another part of the the pagan druid uh, celebrations was to have like a séance. Um, mm. So you know, and um, and that was like inviting you know the the dead to to come and that's something that we do as, as kids really go to somewhere spooky. I, I, I did it. Yeah. I did it as a kid. And yeah, um, yeah, I had a, it, at the time it wasn't scary. I remember this one seance we had and it was around a, a war memorial in our village and we called up some of the names that were on. This is so cringeworthy thinking back on the things. Yeah, we used yeah, to it do. really like, was, oh. really is. Um, so we were, we were calling on the names of the people that were on, on the war memorial. And, and I remember we, we heard a voice. And we had somebody talking to us. And Probably a policeman, wasn't well, it? <laughs> it? Well, the voice sounded like um, one of the older kids in our village. His yeah. name was Ralph. And and I was convinced that Ralph was in the bushes, you know, yeah. chattering away to us. So he sort of played along. Yeah. And, you know, so I carried on. And it wasn't until we, we finished that I realised Ralph was not in the bushes and we were in such a place. So the the war memorial in this village was kind of plonked on top of a hill with fields all around it, and you know, and next to the church. And in the time between the time of you know the, this guy saying his last thing and us breaking off, and you know, and then me running to see if I could find Ralph, there's there's no way. Ralph could have could have disappeared, and it's just like so. So from then it was just like got really scared. Okay, I'm scared that. now. <laughs> you know, I don't know what your experiences of seances were, but I never really bought into any of it. I really don't buy into ghosts and ghoulies and all things that go popping in night. Well, I've I've had experiences which I can't write off, but yeah. I I just don't give it much thought or, or buy into it or give it yeah. much attention because I don't want to know. Yeah. I get, I get the feeling that there's something else going on, yep. but we need to leave it alone. Yeah. But I think in the Bible it says that you know it talks about um, how bad witchcraft, astrology, and all these other things yep. are. Yeah. But the fact that it's mentioned in the Bible that it's bad or you shouldn't do it, yeah, sort of tells me that there is actually something in it to begin with. Well, I, I, I totally believe there is, and you know, I've, I've had experiences myself, and there are experiences that I probably have kind of invoked myself and and actually because of some of those experiences there was a time when I was scared of the dark um I 
I wouldn't go to bed with the light off. Um, you know, I, I would either have the light on or I'd have the telly on or I'd have the radio on, you know, and yeah, some, some sort of nightlight. In a, a dark room that's completely, I don't sleep that well. If usually if there's lights on and stuff, I, I sleep better. Right. Now, I, I'm, it's, I think it might be a case of, you know, a little bit scared of the dark maybe. Yeah. Because I've got one of those imaginations. Yeah. And I know it sounds kind of crazy coming from an adult, but I, I just don't feel that comfortable. It's, uh, so it, I think a fear of the darkness is, you know, um, I'm going to get controversial here. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a, you know, I've forgotten the word now, a, an evolutional trait. We haven't always lived in safe houses and we haven't always, yeah, been, been surrounded by locks and windows and, you know, no, and, and all that sort of stuff and burglar alarms. And, you know, we, we have lived out in the wild. And, and I think a fear of the, of the dark is, uh, a survival instinct, actually. Could you know, be. um, I don't think it's, it's really a far fetched thing to, to be scared of, you know, not like, I mean, there are people out there that are scared of cotton wool and sequins and, you know, um, <laughs> macaroni cheese. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, macaroni cheese makes it disturbing. <laughs> do you like it? I, I do like mac oh. and cheese, actually. And I'm sure if we got listeners in America, they'd be like, what? Mac and cheese? That, that would be worse than you, you, um, this in St. Patrick's Day. Oh, just a whiff <laughs> of macaroni cheese makes me want to throw up. <laughs> is it, is it the mac or is it the cheese? It's or is the it smell the- and it's cheese and it's melted and it's, oh, everything about it is just pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you need to exercise if your, your pasta evil, dinner. If there was an evil food group, that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, for me, it's fish. <laughs> oh, <I love> fish. <laughs> what about a fishy mac cheese? I'm staying away from fishy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. And it, it was, so I just talk about me being scared of the dark. And now I'm thinking about those clowns who put fish on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Tuna pizza. Is it, is it, so there's a question. If anybody's in America and they are listening in, this is not a theological question. This is not a question about Bible or God. The Hawaiian pizza. So ham and pineapple, is that a thing in America or is it something that us weird British people dreamed up? Because we call it a Hawaiian pizza and people have this misconception that it was created in Hawaii because <laughs> Hawaiians love their pineapples. <laughs> and it's just like, so um, if you're listening in and you, you don't want to comment on the Bible or faith, if you, yeah, if you know about the origins of Hawaiian pizza, can you let us know? Coming up next on I Know a Chef. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've gone very, very much off topic, but yeah, I, I had to get that one in there. Um, I was having this discussion with my daughter last night. Um, so <laughs> Debated argument. No, that's disgusting. Can't put a pineapple on a pizza. <laughs> it's a big debate in this country, but yeah. But we have pineapple and cheese, don't we, those little sticks? Yeah, we so do. Yeah, little... when, when you go to a party, it's pineapple and cheese on sticks. <laughs> and there was a time when that was thought to be Decadent. Yes, very posh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's get back to um, this this whole Halloween thing. I think the reason that certainly... Curried mackerel. Ooh, <laughs> nasty. Sorry, back to Halloween. Nasty. Um, yeah, back to Halloween. We we don't need to ward off evil spirits. Um, firstly, we don't invoke them. Firstly, we don't invite them into our lives um, as Christians. And we obviously have... The ultimate repellent for for the demonic, and that's 
Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, and we have prep. And when I became a Christian, it took a little while, but when I became a Christian, I was then able to sleep with the lights off without having to use the telly, without having to listen to the radio. I can now not sleep with the lights on. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to have darkness to be able to sleep. And that is because of my belief in the power of prayer, my belief in the power of Jesus Christ, my belief in the power of God and the Holy Spirit and the protection that we get from it. I remember when I was walking back from... Remember when I lived in the middle of nowhere and it was about, what, four and a half, five miles to the nearest town? And the way to get there and, and to come back was along the canal. And the bus service was terrible, so I used to walk into the town, pick up some bits and pieces and come back. Usually at night time, about, I don't know, nine, ten o'clock when it was pitch black, sort of walking through the countryside. And that's a really eerie, sort of scary time because there's a lot of noises out there. There's foxes and badgers and cows coughing yeah cows coughing they and sound they like fart people. really loud <laughs> <laughs> when they go they go right <laughs> that's it i'm done for the day um <laughs> but no a cow a cow when it coughs it sounds just like a person they just cover up their farts when they're coughing <laughs> Yeah, we went there. Uh, <laughs> we may be Christians, but we're still but, two little boys at heart, really. Um, yeah. The scariest thing about walking back in the middle of the night, I was always worried I was going to get abducted by aliens. I mean, I had that fear in me. But I always remembered um, <laughs> trying not to psych myself out. My imagination was running away. But I used to um, start praying to the Jesus to make me feel a bit better for a bit of protection. And you, you'd get that feeling that someone was walking with yeah. you. Through the woods, yeah. Silly o'clock, yeah. So uh, the way I used to handle being out in the dark was um, I used to sing to myself, and then <laughs> and then I got this idea in my head. It's just like, well, what if singing one particular song actually invited a particular demon to uh, to come and, well and visit me? Um, yeah. So that that just freak me out even more because the devil is well known for his music isn't he <laughs> yeah, he loves a lullaby <laughs> <laughs> probably not the way you were singing it no that'd be enough to ward off but anything. you were in a choir so you must have been quite good i i can hold a tune but yeah um, don't ask me to demonstrate because i'm not going to but yeah what, what was that church and you were singing along to one of the uh, <laughs> the hymns I, I i felt quite bad for you <laughs> was it that bad it wasn't great <laughs> See, I'd done everyone a kindness and just stayed quiet and just mimed. <laughs> I've got the voice of an angel, Wayne. Hell's angel. Yeah. <laughs> so we we I guess we need to recap. This is this was only ever gonna be a short podcast. But yeah. so let's have so, a recap. Halloween, not great. Bad. Stay away from it. There are better alternatives. Yeah. And as a Christian um society, we can put on um Light shows for the yeah, children. Yeah, so light we, night. we celebrate the light and not the darkness. So we, we know that Jesus Christ was the light of the world. And that, that is said in the Bible. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And yeah, so we, we'll celebrate the light. We'll serve the light and not the darkness. And uh, yeah, so Halloween bad. Yeah. Jesus good. But the children definitely don't have to miss out on this. No. There are plenty no. of other things you can yeah. do and still yeah. be involved with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, just don't take them out. 
where they might hear cows farting. <laughs> and get abducted <laughs> by aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right about foxes. They do sound scary. Yeah. And peacocks. Peacocks. Like, Can't they, say I've heard those in million. They sound right? like babies crying in the middle of a field. And it's just like, oh, what's that? Um, foxes just sounds like screams. Yeah, it's like does. someone's been yeah. murdered. Yeah, foxes Very sound noisily. scary. And they stink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so quick prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lord Jesus, uh, we just thank you that you are the light of the world, that you are the one who brings us into the light and out of the darkness. And Lord, we we thank you that we can celebrate you and we can celebrate all that you did in this world. And we thank you that whenever we are scared, whenever our imaginations are running riot, um, when it comes to ghouls and ghosts and spectres, that we can just lean on you and we can just ask you to to reassure us, to bring us peace and to give us your protection. So Lord, we ask for anybody that might be listening to this this podcast. We ask, Lord, that they would know your peace, they would know your presence, they would know your light. And Lord, um, if there is darkness that people are feeling, would would you pour your light into the darkness? Would you penetrate it with your everlasting light? with your love and with your goodness. And we just pray, Lord Jesus, that these words of ours would have an impact on somebody, although we're just a pair of wallies who uh, half the time don't know what we're talking about. We just ask, Lord, that our words might be an encouragement to somebody. So, Lord, we, we just pray for your presence in all of our lives, in this world, in the darkness. In your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 I was, I was deciding whether I was going to agree on you, but yeah, we're definitely Wallies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. But um, that, sorry, hmm? you you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say thanks for listening. Oh yeah, and catch you next week. Yeah. Goodbye. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.